Thousands of fintech experts seek demo and attend every year on six Finnovate events all around the globe. Finnovate Europe is the biggest and most prestigious fintech conference in the region. The 2019 event was held in London this February. 64 companies got the opportunity to demo, out of which eight received the prestigious Best of Show award. Impressively, two Hungarian fintech companies were amongst the best eight. VAP won Best of Show for the second consecutive year with its sales-up product that helps banks wow their customers with personalized, timely and relevant offers and messages. Dorsum also won their Finnovate Best of Show award with its MyWealth product. MyWealth is a wealth management mobile app which serves the need of the new type of customers. It is a unique and popular app due to its hybrid advisory model and best-in-class user experience. Welcome to Fintech Flow, where we deep dive into the depth and complexity of successful startups, sit down with bright fintech minds, and bridge together the gap in mindset between the legacy players and today's innovators. With 10 years experience as a manager in the financial sector, MIT certified fintech expert Linda Schalai is prepared to put it all in play and to follow the flow. In this episode of Fintech Flow, we will take you to Finnovate. We will walk you through what's there for everyone to see and also take a glance behind the scenes. We will also discuss what is the secret sauce to win best of show, as I have two presenters of the Hungarian winning teams by my side. The Dutch guy, Remko Fenenberg, head of alliances at WAP, focusing on applying emerging technologies in banking. Hi, Remko. Hi, hi, Linda. So, Remko is the guy with this very pleasant baritone, so if you want to Identify him, that will help you. And uh, I also have here Greg Chorba, Senior Banking Innovation Expert at Dorsum, who was the main presenter for Dorsum at Finnovate. Hello, nice to be here. So, these are my guests today. I'm very happy for you guys. And let's start at the very beginning. Please take us there, uh, help us to better imagine the event. Where was it? Uh, how many people were there? How long was it? This year's Finnovate Europe was held at a new venue in Tobacco Docks of London in the East End in the Whitechapel area. And basically these docks have been used in the past, you might imagine from the name Tobacco Docks, to have shipments of tobacco stored in warehouses there. And in the late 90s it was imagined to be a shopping center and they wanted to create the East version of Covent Garden, which is a popular uh, spot in London full of little marketplaces, restaurants and street performers. They wanted to recreate the same equivalent in the East End, but unfortunately the shopping center did not work out. By the early 2000s, most of the shops closed because the location, though it's just a 10-minute walk from the Tower of London, is not as convenient as common gardens. So today, the event space is used for offices, for big conferences, for company outings, and Finnovate held the event there. Yeah, which I think in the location is not bad because it's situated between, you know, as you said, the Tower Bridge, but also Canary Wharf, which of course has seen over recent years in massive investments and a lot of fintech companies housing there. So I liked it. Um, I know the venue actually from uh, from some parties a few years back. So it's, cool. it's, it's used for all sorts of purposes in the entire area. I've seen a lot of the, uh, in, in, you know, like new new buildings rise. It's it's an interesting place to be. Yes, it's obviously the old stigma of Whitechapel and Jack the Ripper is long gone, just history now, and the whole region is space for new buildings and skyscrapers everywhere. Sounds exciting. I will also put up some pictures on Fintech Flow's uh, Facebook page, 
So guys, come and check that out. Uh, let's talk a little bit about numbers, how many companies were there, how many attendees were at the event. So there were 64 companies presenting. Mm-hmm. To present at Finnovate, you have to go through a pre-selection process. Not everyone who applies gets to present, so just being a presenter there is already a prestigious thing. Well, of the 64 companies, 32, 32 were presenting on the two main days when the presentations were held. And all in all, I counted about 800 seats in the main auditorium, which seated everyone from the companies who did the demos, as well as press, banking and financial experts from all around the world. Yeah, I think that that sums it up about right. I think there were about 800 people, perhaps, but it's, it's hard to say because Finnovate itself says 1300, but there were some significant changes to the, to the plan this year. So over the, the, the previous editions, um, the demos were always on Monday alongside with the conference. And Finnovate this year decided to move the conference to a separate day. So it's much harder to say now who actually turned up across the four days. Because some of the senior bankers will likely go to the conference and will skip this, the, the demo days. So it's, it's harder to say this year what were the outcomes. And I do have to say that I would have preferred if they had one track as it used to be before, instead of now several days. Because it's much harder to, to figure out who's coming and when. Yes, also to know who you're presenting for is important to decide when uh, you want to do the presentation and the demonstration. When you had to decide which new innovation or which new product or feature we want to present to the audience, we did not know exactly if it was for laymen, for press, for uh, experts, or for simply other companies who were there similar to us. Yeah, and I think that really that, that is one of the, the most critical points when evaluating or assessing going to a conference. Because for, for Greg, what, what, what is your target audience? What makes you and Dorsum go to a, to a conference first place? So Dorsum is a B2B company. So we want banks and financial institutions to know more about us. And since we are a big player in Hungary with more than 20 years of experience, we have in the last few years decided to branch out and to venture into international waters. And so to find the right partners and find the right customers internationally, we think it's a really important step to get the name of the company out there. And conferences like this, Finovate in particular, is extremely valuable to show that we are one of the big players and that people can rely on us if they see the name Dorsum pop up at these events. And obviously winning best of show is a major part of that. Yeah, I think that WAP is very similar to Dorsum in that sense. Uh, our company has years of banking experience as well as we formerly were called IME Group until it was bought over by Mises about four years ago. Uh, for us, it's very similar. So my main goal is to generate international exposure. Uh, so going to these conferences, the biggest thing that I'm after is, of course, financial institutions and the banks. But the problem is with Finnovate is we've attended over the previous years and we realized this year that the audience does not really change. So the banks that we ran into and the people that we talked to were basically people that we either know or we've already spoken to. So the amount of financial institutions that were new this year coming to Finnovate were a little bit on the disappointing end of the line. As with every industry, obviously this happens. If you're into dancing, you will see the same people pop up everywhere. If you're a banker, you'll see the same banking people everywhere. If you're a designer, it's unfortunately a bit the same. But Finnovate accounts for that, and that's why they have several events. One in Africa, one in Asia, one in the Middle East. And Dorsum has special interest in the Middle East. We already have a couple of clients there. And so we do tend to attend other international conferences as well 
to maybe find other potential customers. Yeah, we're very similar. Also, uh, again, the Middle East is one of our target, uh, target regions as well. So we are regularly in Dubai and uh, we might have a, a client project running soon with Emirates and DB. So if that happens, that is a major success point. Exactly. And uh, for us, uh, we were also very curious to money 2020 this year. Yes. So we'll be exhibiting there. Exactly. Uh, and as a member of Holland Fintech, which is a large ecosystem player there, uh, we're very curious to compare Money 2020 in due time to Vinovay to see if there's Yes, we are on, on a similar page. The MyWealth application debuted that last year's Money 2020, so yeah. I think we will be there. Then maybe we will meet an, uh, another month or in a couple of months to talk about uh, that. But let's get back a little bit about Finnovate. And uh, you mentioned how many people are there. And uh, of course, one of the main reasons to go to a conference like this is business development and networking. And I guess networking is not very easy. It's a little bit like Tindering. You have to talk to a lot of people so that you can find quite a few which are relevant for you at the moment. And as far as I know, Finnovate is uh, differentiating itself in that sense as well introducing Brella, which is a matchmaking application. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, sure. So I first got in contact with Brella at Paris FinTech Forum uh, in, in January. Um, I thought the application itself wasn't so bad, but the problem is it's very easy to manipulate your profile so that you appear as, let's say, I'm, I'm looking after bankers. So I want bankers to either find me easily on the app or I should be able to easily find the bankers. The problem is that the fintech founder, if you want to find the bankers, will use the financial institution tag. So if you're looking for bankers on the app, you will always run into Tink or companies like Tink or companies like WAP instead of running into the bankers. Now, the problem is, is that if you have a separate app such as Brella, um, it's, it, it, it's, it's very difficult for conference organizers to get everybody who's going to attend the event to onboard onto the app. So I, I have mixed feelings about this. It can work. But I think it's also very important to know who's going to the event. And besides Bella, make sure that you're very active on LinkedIn and your marketing so that your target prospect already knows that you're coming instead of two days before the event, getting completely overwhelmed by meeting requests. Uh, I spoke to MKB Bank uh, and he mentioned to me that he had more than 80 meeting requests. So it's very difficult for, let's say, bankers going to this event to figure out through Bella who they should talk to because they get completely overwhelmed with a lot of people. Yes, that is true. And uh, we also use multiple channels to get in touch with everyone. However, I find it admirable that the event tries its best to uh, facilitate and help these meetups because uh, in my experience, uh, all that happened was you had a booth and people either showed up or not. And more often than not, those who showed up tended to waste your time because they liked the uh, free gifts that we had on offer. And instead of making meaningful connections, we just wasted our time demoing for someone who had either no say in the company or did not have a real interest in our products anyway. So any type of application or any type of organization that tries to facilitate it is commendable, I think. And having dedicated space for those meetings for us made it less of a hassle. Okay, so I I would assume that it was a little help, but just imagine how does Brella work. So you can uh, set up your preferences. Yep. What can you offer and what are you looking for? And uh, using that, you can find people who could be interesting for you. That's yeah. how we should imagine. So there's a matchmaking uh, engine behind it. So you just feel like, well, I'm a, I'm a vendor or I'm seeking retail bank um, and, or I'm seeking anything basically in the fintech space, which is, of course, very broad. So <laughs> yeah. people, people can select multiple options. So you can, you're able to offer different services. 
you know, that matches it with the person who's seeking those services. I see. We yeah. had some successes with LinkedIn with in each platform and each channel, so you make the best with what you have. Yeah, but if you want to take the best out of the conference, you definitely need to prepare beforehand, not Absolutely. just for demoing, but also for the networking part and the Remco mentioned. Yes. You need to know who will be there. And yes, we had a dedicated colleague go through all of the um, presenters, all of the attendees, and we found everyone who might be of interest to us beforehand and then got in contact with them on these channels. Yeah. yeah, you need a strategy. So basically what is always very useful is that the conference organizer provides sponsors and demoers with a list of attendees, not with the real names, but you know, uh, scanning that list, you know who's going to be your prospect. Yeah. Because then you can identify, well, this person's coming from this bank. And then again, you have to figure out when are they coming. And this is again, the, the criticism that I have on conferences that with a four days event, it's unlikely that everybody from this list or specific people will attend on one day. That is, that's sort of the problem with the format. Also with the, the networking app, because you don't know who's coming when. So one of the points that they could really improve on is that if on this Brella app, you could indicate when you were coming. That would make significant changes to how people are able to network, because then you're not requesting people's time when they're actually not even there. Yeah. Good thing we're development companies, so we might make an <laughs> offer to Finnovate. <laughs> Great, do that and then next year you can make it even better. They can use our personalized insights and relevant offers. <laughs> exactly. So we can, uh, yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. Sales people in the room, we can see. Okay, but besides uh, matchmaking and networking, of course, uh, one of the main parts of the conference is demoing. And uh, Finnovate is at least trying to distinguish itself uh, from other fintech conferences. They do not allow you to use slides or videos during the demo. Uh, you have to show off actual software running real-time on actual hardware. So, um, in that sense, you have to show what you really have. And they also implemented the strict seven-minute limit for the presentations. So, you have seven minutes in real-time applications to show what you have. My first question would be, why do you think these rules are important? I really like this format because I have attended too many conferences where it was just slides, promises, dreams, far off projects. The presenters were great spokesmen, they were great salespeople, and they could convince you that what they have is the next greatest thing. But then next year they had something else to show, something else was the next greatest thing, and again and again. I feel that Finnovate is trying their best to try to present the banks and the financial experts that are there with products that are ready to be deployed and which can be actually seen running. And so those representatives there might actually sign a contract right away because they can see that it has been done, it has been developed and it is working. The seven minutes are important because if you have hours and hours and hours of presentations, boredom sets in a bit. And so if you have something that just snaps and goes along at a steady flow, then the audience will be more engaged. And as a final point, I feel that if the company is forced by limitations to put everything together into seven minutes to get their message across, to be memorable, to show off what they can do, then instead of something that's drawn out, maybe like extended version of a movie, which is four hours long, if it's cut down just right, then it can be much more powerful and much more engaging. Yeah, I fully agree on the, the seven minutes. Um, I think it's very important to keep that in mind. I always, in one of my presentations about the threat of the challenger banks and how banking needs to change, I always say that the average attention span of humanity across all age groups is now 8.25 seconds, which is lower than a goldfish. 
So if you want to yeah. grab your audience's attention, it needs to be very crisp and, and short. It's the same way as an Einstein quote, very simple one. If you can't say it simple, you probably don't know it well enough. <laughs> so this is why I think it's very important that we keep it short. However, I do have to point out, and this is also very well known that this is happening at Finnovate, that a lot of the fintechs for presenting a solution are not actually presenting their real solution. They're presenting a visual ad of something that is not yet there. So we do have to keep that in mind that also Finnovate is not able to prevent uh, more or less a show off of something that does not actually exist yet. So we need to stay critical with this. Yes, so basically it's up to the audience to see things that are not as developed as possible. But however, I, I do think that by making this statement, by requiring you not to use video or slides, they do have the possibility of vetting those companies who just started up in the last two weeks and put something together with a great UX designer in some prototyping tool in the last two days and showing that off instead trying to rely more on actual developed software. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that the pre-selection element is very critical because I think for a lot of financial institutions, it's very hard to validate fintechs. So if Finnovate is able to, you know, fulfill a part of that validation process, that is a lot of added benefit, not only to us as demoers, but also to possible uh, future prospects of us. Exactly. Does that also mean that uh, winning best of show at Finnovate gives you a key to enter some doors, open some doors, because uh, because you have that, so you should be a relevant and important fintech company in big financial institutions. Well, part of it uh, is marketing, obviously, but I do have to say that we have had many, many requests for meetings after winning the best of show, and many banks who were interested in the company before are now really knocking at the door and wanting to work with us. How is it that you... Well, that's actually going back a little bit to what I said earlier, is that most of the banks that WAP has worked with or engaged with um, that were presenting at Finofit already knew us. So for us, we get emails saying, oh, Remco, it's great that you want to show again. And congratulations. Of course, it opens uh, some doors. It's a good marketing tool for us um, because I think that, and I think that might also be a little bit the same for you. I believe that companies and fintech companies and startups, specifically from Central Europe or e even more East, uh, suffer from, uh, you know, like, uh, how you call it, a negative bias mm -hmm. in the West. So if they get validated at, let's say, an event in London, that's a big plus for us in general. Um, yes. I'm not sure if... if Absolutely, that's yeah. part of the plan, part of the strategy to expand internationally. Yeah, and it's, it's important not to have a Hungarian stigma. So yeah. if we get validated, let's say... The, the Balkan London. countries. <laughs> yeah, and I have to, I have to say, from coming from the Netherlands, um, uh, for example, if we look at a bank like ABN Amro, ABN Amro is much more willing to work with Tink, you know, the big Scandinavian account aggregation fintech, mm -hmm. yeah. recently closed, I think, 57 million funding. Quite a big one. Right? Yeah, very large one. So they're much more eager to work with companies from the region if there's validation behind it. And if a company, although very capable and very offering very good solutions from you know, Eastern Europe is coming onto their doorsteps, then it makes a huge difference if we have a validation by either a, low, a similar bank or to, let's say, a platform such as Sinovit. Exactly. It might sound strange, but it's a bit like the Oscars. When you have a nomination or a win, that automatically ups your salary and ups your worthiness in the eyes of the industry, even though there are many other great actors and great actresses and directors and editors, etc. It does mean something in the long term. 
I see, but to get there, you have to get this best of show award, which was, uh, I guess, not easy. And uh, here I am with two presenters of the two Hungarian uh, fintech companies uh, won that. So guys, I need some secret sauce here. Let's talk about uh, how much preparation is behind that best of show seven minutes, because I guess it's a little more than seven minutes. I heard about you, Greg, that you at Dorsum, you um, rehearsed an hour every day for the last month. Yes, so I will now reveal some insider secrets and I'm really interested in what Remco has to say. We started brainstorming a couple of months ago to select what is the best feature, what is the best application to present this year. And once we had that, we had preliminary sketches and prototypes done of the application and the feature and our developers started working on it as well as the UX designers basically right away. And I started writing the script with our uh, communications department uh, to prepare. And from, from the sorry, does that mean that you didn't have that uh, part of the product yet? So, so what we presented is MyWealth's new easy invest feature. And MyWealth has debuted last year, and it is a white label B two B wealth management app, and is ready to market. But the easy invest feature has not been developed yet. It was something on the roadmap, and we wanted to do it. And we thought that this is the right time to do it. And if we can manage it in the time allowed, then we can present it live and debut it uh, in London. So it's not the kind of uh, IT development that can just be postponed and postponed? No, it, we had a really strict deadline, fortunately, which is sometimes needed. Yeah. And so from the 1st of January, we decided to rehearse one hour each morning. And uh, I must say that uh, since none of us are actors, we really had to give it our all each morning, each day. And we did have some doubts from colleagues who, after three weeks, asked if it is really necessary to do it each and every morning, since we rehearsed in the kitchen and everyone could hear, and they might have been a bit bored from the repetition. And my answer to that is yes, because each day the script changed, and in our opinion, got a bit better. So if it, it gets better each day, then I think it is valid. I must say that the seven minute mark is really daunting to be able to do everything on time and to give the information necessary and needed in those seven minutes is really hard. And we did hear the gong ring out sometimes, uh, a couple of times during the presentations from professionals in the industry who unfortunately went overtime and then their mics got cut. So we really wanted to rehearse everything and I feel that it was well worth it. But how about you, Ramka? Well, I think that, that it's very similar. Um, although we have done the best of show before, mm -hmm. so we kind of already knew what elements are necessary. What so elements are necessary? You, you need to have something that stands out from the crowd. So unless you're, you're able to demo something that is really mind-blowing in seven minutes on a technical or product level, it's very important to capture your audience with something that they either did not see coming, something that's a little bit unique, so there needs to be one factor of showcasing something that is truly remarkable in, let's say, fintech. But on the other side, you also need to have an entertaining factor. Um, what we did, we started to write our script from somewhere in January, so early January. But I, I, I like the differences in our approach because in our, and you might have seen our demo, ours was more like a, a, you know, an improvised role play. So during the writing the script and rehearsing it, we started to change things. Uh, and because every time we rehearsed something, someone said something new, there were some, some jokes in it. We even decided that there would be a factor that I would be allowed to experiment on stage. 
And you did that as I saw yeah, it. Yeah, and it, and it was great because it was natural. So actually, we have similar findings because we started to rehearse every day. And some of my jokes weren't so funny anymore. So at one point we decided, because we hear it every time, we need to, we actually decided not to rehearse anymore the day before. It's a strategic decision to not rehearse the day before Finovate. So that when we came on stage, we, we trust each other really well as a sales team. So we know how to act. Uh, we wanted to make it, make sure it came across very natural. So our demo was basically showcasing, showcasing sales up, which made the, the main purpose of sales up is, is you know, unlocking opportunities in data. So I was, uh, I opened a conference with a huge <coughs> which really caught everybody. And then I had a line saying, um, hi, uh, it's my honor to welcome you to the 12th annual cognitive psychology conference. Um, my colleague was like, what is, what the hell are you doing on stage? This is Finofate, we're talking about banking here. Uh, and this is my slot. And then and I'm like, okay, well, I'm sorry, I must have come to the wrong uh, con uh, conference. And I'm getting out of here because, you know, it's, it's, it's banking and, and banks don't like me anyway. And then my colleague is basically the wait. I have like a few minutes um, and I will show you uh, how your bank can actually get to know you. And then he calls my bank on stage. And then basically we showcase how a person like me who would normally be not credit worthy and would be part of a segment that the bank is not interested in at all, could actually be very interesting to the bank if you look into my data and you understand my behavior. So that's basically what our demo was about. Uh, there were a lot of jokes in it, and I heard the audience at least three, four times like laugh. Even and your colleague was surprised yeah. by one of your jokes, as I said. Yeah, that almost went out of hand because I almost started to laugh myself. So <laughs> when we when we came off the demo, it was, it was we had a great time to be honest. No one was nervous about it either. And we just walked out, and people were like, "That was very refreshing." <laughs> and I was like, "That's exactly what I wanted to do." I have to agree 100%, and at this point I do have to point out that we have also won another Best of Show Award, but we did this uh, two years ago with our botboarding chatbot, and what we learned there is that you do have to be memorable. And two years ago we had a drone fly up on stage delivering a credit card which has been ordered through the chatbot which uh, actually um, was not that easy because we, it is to, memorable. we did have to get uh, permission from the English Drone Flying Society and we did have to pay a subscription fee to ensure that uh, everything is on the up and up and Finnovate allows us to do that. And then we found out the day before the show that the drone was too light to carry the credit cards. So we did have to run out and buy another one at the last moment, which was more stable. And yes, we did know that we have to have something memorable, but obviously you have to be careful not to go overboard because if you're too jokey, if you're just too goofy, then your professionalism and expertise might not come through. So as the show element, we decided to have live music on stage. Uh, Abba's Money, Money, Money was playing and... Uh, was not playing? And yeah, unfortunately the first time it did not start, but my colleague started singing it right away without missing a beat. So we did save the day and at the end the music came in, so we did have this nice arc in the presentation. And we also have uh, educational tools for investors in the application, which has many lighthearted elements. So for example, compound interest is explained with little bunnies who love each other very much, making more and more and more and more. And we did feel that those little points of humor and cheeky gags did stick in uh, people's minds while also being convinced by the professionalism of the application on the whole. Yeah, yeah it's a synergy. So you need to make sure that you don't compromise the professional level. Mm -hmm. uh, this is also why we heavily focused on, on the application on screen. So I guess that that's very similar to your process, like a lot of UI went into it, 
thinking about, okay, how does the storyline relate to what we're saying on stage? How does that relate to the screen? Uh, there's always a danger with Final Fate that something technically goes wrong. Um, I've seen that with a few of the other demoers. This is something that you need to be very keen on. You need to have a backup plan. You need to make sure that everything is, is top-notch before you go on stage. Because if something goes wrong there, then you have wasted your time yeah, exactly. and your opportunity, which is, is a disaster for every demoer. So. And then there are some things you cannot account for. For example, we had a problem with the feed from the application, which was beyond our control. But they did ask us to go back and present again at the end of the day when there was no one there. So even though I thought we, we are done and we don't have to do it ever again, we did have to go through it one more time to re-record the application. And another time when it, we found out that the wrong camera was on. Okay, I understand a little more rehearsal for you then. Uh, by the way, if anyone is interested, uh, the presentations will be up on Finnovate's uh, webpage, so follow us. Yeah, but who decides? Which presentation is the best? Which demo is the best? Who can get the best of show award? Who do you need to impress with the presentations? Well, it's just the audience. So the, what I really like is that Finnofate throughout the demoing is constantly reminding the audience that they need to use the Finnofate app to vote. Mm -hmm. uh, plus there is a you know, day one voting and a day two voting, which I think is very fair. Because depending on the day that you vote and the amount of people that turn up, it's very important that everybody falls on day one. So I really like that Finofate keeps pushing this throughout the day. Because if they wouldn't do that, then people would be a bit lousy to vote. And then that would be, of course, for us a disaster. So yeah. yeah, it's also important to note that presenters are not allowed to vote. And so all the people who are there from banks or financial institutions or experts or reporters press, they are the ones who are voting. And they have three votes to cast. Uh, each day, so three votes for the 32 presenting companies. I understand that as presenters, you were not able to vote, but if you would have, uh, can you uh, tell me some really exciting or interesting things that, that you saw as a demo and uh, that really blew your mind? Yeah, I really liked a presentation which was basically the complete opposite of what we did. It was just one guy who went up and he presented gamified solutions for hard to understand financial problems and situations. And basically what he showed off was just convincing and to the point and he was sympathetic and he did the best of show. So it's nice to know that you can stand out from the crowd even if you're just one guy speaking passionately about what you've done. Did you, Remco, have a, maybe not even a presentation but a product that, you, that really captured you? I haven't seen any solution that I'm like completely unfamiliar to. I was very eager to watch Tink because uh, you know, what I previously mentioned about their investment, I think Tink as a fintech uh, is a great example to other fintechs. So how they manage to uh, brand themselves, um, you know, if you look at their website, if you look at their booth, everything is really well thought out. So I was thinking, okay, if Tink is going to present them, I would expect them to win the best of show, but this, this didn't happen as far as I'm aware. Uh, I've seen the demo itself. It wasn't particularly spectacular. So when I spoke to them afterwards, they also said, well, for us, it's not about winning the best of show anymore. It's just you know, showing our face. That's, that's the main goal. So no, on my end, I, I just, I was a bit surprised because then the thing is, I'm mostly interested in, you know, like banking technology. And, you know, Finnovate always suffers like most fintech conferences from too broad range. So you go from insure tech to rec tech to all sorts of different fields within fintech, which I'm, I've, I just haven't seen something in all honesty. 
then let's try and see something uh, that not many people seen. Let's get to backstage. Do you have any great stories from behind the scenes? Um, behind the scenes is uh, interesting because it really is a professionally run event. We are taken to the green room almost an hour before the presentation. We have our mics put on, we have uh, refreshments, we have mics checked and uh, everything ready by the time that we have to present. And when the uh, company before your presentation is on, you're already uh, witnessing everything from a couple of uh, meters from where they are presenting. It's just that the lights are not on you, but on the other company. So you already get a feeling for the audience. You already see what it will be like. You already know what you're uh, up against, let's just say. And when it's your turn and Greg Palmer, the vice president, announces you, then you have to go and not think about anything else. As far as uh, interesting stories, it's not from the back room, but I must say that there was a three-meter robot walking the halls as the robo-advisor for one of the companies. The company seemed to go all out on marketing for their company to get uh, more votes and get more leads by having such a great mascot there. Everyone wanted to take a photo uh, with the giant robot. But in the end, it seems it did not work out for them that way because they did not win a, a best of show. So, as I said, the companies have to decide what to focus on, and fortunately for us, we did the right thing. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I was also very surprised by the big robot on the, on the second day, and uh, I, also, I was also very surprised that they didn't win the best of show, because I, I watched it. I think that when a robot enters stage, of course, you grab the entire audience, but for some reason it just wasn't convincing enough. Mm-hmm. I think it was a bit too obvious that it might have been a complete visual presentation. It's just what we talked about previously, where you need to find this synergy actually show something that might actually be in existence instead of showing something that could be entirely visual. And I think that they suffered from this. Uh, Although what I did find funny is that the robot kept giving me chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) So at one point it told me that I looked tired and it started to gather chocolate from other vendors and just give it to me. And I think the other vendors were also very surprised by this, that the robot walked up to their booth, grabbed something and started to give it to people. Clear so, bribery, nothing else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to admit, I found, I found it a bold move, but it, uh, it can definitely work. Yeah. Chocolate usually buys you some votes. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's something strategic to keep in mind. So. <laughs> See, uh, we will put pictures of the robot as well on the Facebook page. Uh, one last question for you guys. Do you have any favorite or least favorite experiences, moments of Innovate this year? Well, it was my first time as a presenter. I joined the company uh, a bit more than a year ago, so it was a real honor and a big responsibility that they chose me uh, as the main presenter, but I could have not done it without the development team who developed a great product, without the UX designers who made it look great, without the other presenters who were fantastic, and obviously the script has gone through many, many rewrites, and uh, we had a new pair of eyes come in each day to watch the demonstration. We wanted to show it to someone who has never seen it before and get their feedback on whether the the demonstration and the content comes across or not. So all in all, it was a real team and joint effort. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't put it any different for Wob either. Um, I think that what we did on stage and sort of like really trusting each other because it's almost improvising, really showcase how good we are as a team. I think that as a, as a company, it was a great opportunity for us again to deliver something different, perhaps to the same audience, but to showcase where we are now in 2019. If, I think if you compare a demo 
to last year, you can really see what, what our roadmap is and what kind of direction that we're headed into. I think that we're really able to deliver this vision to our audience. But I, I think that what is, what is bottom line, I think it's very impressive that two Hungarian companies won Best of Show this year. So congratulations, Greg, on that one again. You too. I think it's very important that we keep growing the fintech scene in Central Europe. And I think throughout delivering good experiences, let's say at conferences like Finnovate or perhaps some Finnovate in the Middle East or where else we might be going, I think this is the direction that we all need to push and work towards. Couldn't have said it better. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And to be honest, it's uh, very nice to hear from the Dutch guy, actually. And uh, yeah, I, I also believe in it. One of the goals of FinTech Flow is the same, to try and give my little piece to this little ecosystem in the region and in Hungary. So huge congrats to both of you and your teams. And uh, thank you very much for being here on FinTech Flow today. Thank you. And if you want to know more about the event, check out our Facebook page, as I mentioned. So you should just search on FinTech Flow on Facebook. It is written in one word, but I will put that in the show notes. Greg also wrote a blog post on Finnovate. I will share the link for that on the Facebook page. Also well. for what if this possible we... uh, Do you also yeah, have a blog? I wrote an extensive article. Great, I haven't even read that. I'm looking forward to read that. And uh, of course, uh, I'm going to share that as well. So thanks for listening to the show. Next week, I'm coming with a special, more personal interview with a real FinTech MBA. Stay tuned.